everybody. Welcome to Table Talk, a place for honest conversations and getting to meet friends. My name is Betsy Thompson. I'm so excited for y'all to get to meet my sweet friend, Dave Watson. We're so thankful that you are here with mm -hmm. us today. Thanks for coming and hanging out. It's my pleasure. It is going to be really fun. Y'all, you might be wondering, who is Dave? Dave is actually our um, church administrator right now. He came on staff. God, has it been a month already? It's been six weeks. Six like, weeks. So six weeks, uh, beginning at end of July, right? July, right. around there, end of July, he came on as our church administrator. And um, so we wanted you to get to know him. I have had the extreme blessing and pleasure of knowing Dave for quite a few years. Um, when I was teaching at Bay Area Christian uh, School, you were the church administrator, yes, facility yes. guy there at the church, and your office was right around the corner. From it my was. classroom. It was. So Saw I you often. See. Yes, I know. He would pass by. We got to see each other a lot, which was really great. And I also have the pleasure of your daughter, Shauna, is one of my sweet friends. And her kids grew up with my kids. And so we have a neat outside of work relationship. And um, I love your grandkids. It's been a blessing on both sides. Yeah, it's yeah. real. It's been really, really fun. And so, uh, when Dave, um, when I found out that there was the potential of you stepping <laughs> out of, how many retirements have you had, Dave? This was my fourth. Four <laughs> Coming out of retirement. Right. Fourth time coming out of a retirement to come and do this. I was really excited just because I know his heart. I know his heart for God's people and for God's places and just the wisdom you bring. And so I can't wait for people that don't know you to get to know you. So just start off kind of, we'll start real basic at the okay. beginning. Just right. share a little bit. Just how about we start with family? Just share your family. Good. I've been married for 54 years to Linda Gale, my wife, and uh we have uh, been through the thick and the thin. We've been through uh, a number of corporate moves. We're just downsized last year, and then we moved into our 16th home. Wow, 16. See? Yeah. Wow. We've had, uh, we have two daughters. Uh, one, our oldest daughter is a teacher at Bay Area Christian School, mm -hmm. where Betsy taught. Yes. And where I worked, and I had the pleasure for a number of years of being there when all four of my grandkids were at school. I got to see them literally every day, have lunch with them in the uh, lunchroom, so it was a great honor and uh, privilege to be able to work there. My youngest daughter, Carrie Beth, is a, a missionary. She currently serves with uh, Teach Beyond, mm -hmm. and Teach Beyond has over a thousand missionaries throughout the world in Christian education. Uh, they were church planners in Prague until last year when they came back to the States, and they are currently working out of the national headquarters. But she and her husband, Jeff, are responsible for uh, coordinating a lot of the efforts in all of Europe, and they work with over a 1,000 missionaries. So cool. Carrie just came back from Germany, yeah. having did a uh, orientation for a Christian school called Black Forest Academy, where she served for eight years. That's so great. You have a sweet, precious family. They are... I think so. I'm going to hang do. on to them. They are, <laughs> they are good people. They are good, good people. Yeah. I love them all. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh, where did you grow up? I don't say this very often because oh. I'm a native Californian. Really? But I did escape. I hung up my, <laughs> my beads and my sandals and <gasps> left California. How long were you in California? I was born there, and I stayed there until I was 28. Okay. And then I uh, began my career working with Chevron Corporation, which is headquartered in California. Okay. And once I got transferred away, I didn't want to go back. Yeah. I had no interest in going back. 
So is Linda from California, too? Linda and I are both from California. Interesting. I did not know that about yeah. you. That's cool. We went to the same high school. It was a fairly small town cool. in a big agricultural community. And uh, uh, I knew of her. I didn't know her that well through high school, but met her after I uh, came home from the service. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. So you worked for Chevron. I did. How long did you work for Chevron? 21 years. 21 years. Yeah. And moved and traveled a lot with them? I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And just, I know a lot of people know what all that means, but building plants, taking care of plants. Well, I worked over my, in my career with, uh, in manufacturing and in engineering and then actually in research. Okay. Um, and one of the, I guess the uh, things I was uh, good at was uh, starting plants and um, mm -hmm. debugging and troubleshooting. Yeah. And that's the reason they moved me around quite a bit. Yeah. Could go to places and see what the so, issues were and yeah. come up with solutions, which is a neat gifting. Yeah, it is. I right. love that. Um, tell us about how you met Jesus. That's an interesting story. I, like many um, folks, I walked down the aisle at seven years old. Okay. I love Mrs. Ferris, and she never raised her voice. She was just gentle, sweet, and she told me how I needed to need Jesus in my heart. And so another child and from our quote, Sunday school group, some of you may remember that yep. phrase, uh, went down the aisle, and I decided I better go to. I want to make Mrs. Ferris happy. Many years later, I came to the recognition that that wasn't a good decision. That was an authentic decision. Mm. And uh, perhaps I was going through a midlife crisis, and the Lord began to speak to me um, in our church. And I realized uh, from the scripture he was teaching on was Matthew 7, 13 and 14. And that scripture talks about the uh, narrow gate and the wide mm. gate. And I realized that I was trying to walk the line and was probably headed down the wide gate. Mm. And uh, so I, w I went forward and was baptized by uh, Dr. Murray, the pastor at that time. Okay. How old were you? I was 40 years old. I said it was That's a midlife crisis. awesome. I love yeah, that. Yeah. How cool. How did Linda walk with you through that? Good. She's, uh, she's been gracious all along. She's yeah. followed me around every corporate move. And some of them were very difficult because um, I'd get transferred and be in the middle of a project and working 10, 12 hours. And she's yeah. home by herself mm -hmm. in a new city, doesn't know anybody. But the Something that saw us through all those moves was a church. We got involved every place we went. Yeah. And uh, so the church became our family mm -hmm. uh, right away. Yeah. And uh, we've had some great experiences. We have friends literally from all over the U.S. and some outside the United States from our, from our many moves. Yeah, I love that. She, uh, she handled it well. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, I wouldn't put her through that again, though. <laughs> she may not want to go through that again. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. I would say Dave is such a great person, and I know his heart and how much he loves people. If you are um, a young man in a career and trying to figure out what moves do we make, what decisions, how do I lead my family well, and all these different things. Y'all, I know Dave would love to talk with you and just share his heart and the wisdom that he has. You are so gracious at doing that. I know um, you would be willing to do it. Because that's a, that's a hard deal when you're in your 30s and 40s and have little people that yeah. you're taking care of and job and home mm -hmm. and figu figuring that balance out. That's so it was an interesting career, a good career. I yeah. I feel blessed from the opportunities I've had and experiences, and Lord taught me a lot along the way. Yeah. Some of it through uh, school hard knocks. Sure. 
So yeah, I love that. <laughs> and then okay, so when I met you, y'all had just recently moved to um, the League City area, right? We did. We we had moved here because my uh, son-in-law was keeping four grandkids captive in Texas. <laughs> Where were y'all? <laughs> we lived in a suburb of St. Louis. Okay, so y'all were uh, St. Louis. Yeah, we lived in Chesterfield, Missouri, which okay. about 35 miles out of downtown. Okay, and he had so these four here. little precious grandkids yeah. held captive <laughs> in their parents' home. <laughs> but we got here as soon as we could. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> so it was a great a great move. We, were, we spent about a year and a half uh, trying to get here. Uh, Carrie Beth, when she in the mission field, she had a townhouse in Friendswood, and we okay. we took it over for her. Okay. So, uh, and uh, that gave us a place to uh, to come and spend time before we decided to make the final move. Yeah. I had a business running in St. Louis, and uh, I was trying to wind down that so we could make the move. Mm-hmm. And part of the reasons uh, this is a kind of a God story. The uh, we ended up at Bayer Christian School because my mentor. A fellow I worked with and started working with in 1972 in California Hmm. was on the search team that brought Dr. Brian Hayes, the pastor. Wow. And uh, Pastor uh, Brian said, you know, Jim, I I know what I don't know. I need some help in Hmm. terms of facilities and finance. And uh, my friend said, I know the guy. He's getting ready to move. Wow. So. That's so cool. Y'all, I feel like every table talk we bring this up, but... October 6th is our Beside Training Day. That's our mentoring that we offer here at Sagemont Church. And it's been for women the last couple of years. This October 6th, men, we are starting mentoring for men as well. And I'm telling you, if you haven't listened to very many Table Talk, probably the last three mm-hmm. or four men that have sat here and shared their story have specifically mentored, mentioned a mentor in their life that made a huge impact and who they are and what they're doing and all that kind of stuff. It's so, sometimes it just happens, but it's okay to say, hey, it hasn't just happened for me. I need help finding that person. Well, let me just tell you a little story about my mentor. Uh, When I started working for him in 1972, well, then just a month or two, I figured out he was a member of the Baptist church. And uh, he became uh, my mentor through a number of moves. We followed each other around, starting Mm -hmm. up some plans. And he was the kind of guy that... uh, told me what I needed to hear, not what mm-hmm. I wanted to hear. Particularly one time when I got full of myself, having success, and he took me down a couple of notches. We have uh, we have uh, been together for uh, many years. We've vacationed together. We've prayed together. Our daughter was in their daughter's wedding. And uh, we talk at least a couple of times a month now. That's awesome. Uh, my mentor is has Parkinson's on him. Just praying every day for him that yeah. uh, God would be gracious to him. He's ready to go home. Yeah. Yeah. But he's had a real impact on my life. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that we have, God gives us those opportunities to have people like that in our lives. There's, it's so important. So I love that. So you ended up down here at Bay Area, or down in League City, going yes. to church in <laughs> Bay Area, uh, met with Brian Haynes, who mm-hmm. you and I both think is awesome and amazing, yeah, made, just a wonderful man, um, and ended up coming out of retirement to go in and uh, work at the church and help that church and did a wonderful job through a building project. They built, you well, were there when they built the high school, right? Yes. I, okay. Well, I started there. I, I have to tell you the little story. Brian called me and wanted to have uh, coffee. And I thought we were going to talk about missions because that was one of my passions. Oh. 
um, prior to moving here, we've been on 13 international trips. And cool. I when I kind of planned I could do two mission trips based on every year with my our budget. But he didn't want to talk about that. He wanted to talk about <laughs> somebody come and take care of the facilities and finance and things yeah. like that. And he asked, and I said, well, I came here to retire. And I told him no. And uh, a month later, he called, and uh, we got together again, and he basically said, you got to pray harder, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I, uh, after about a four or five days, I we prayed about it and thought about mm-hmm. it, and I said, I I would do it for 18 months and part-time. And 18 months turned into almost six years. Mm-hmm. Part-time became 50 hours a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the end, as you know, we built a new gymnasium, a new children's building, uh, renovated our auditorium, added a big foyer, and those were yep. kind of my last big projects for the for my tenure there. Yeah, did such a good job, such a good job. And then um, have been here at Sagemont, Plugged in to Sagemont, um, connect group, doing the stuff. Linda's a small group Bible study leader on Tuesday mm-hmm. mornings, um, doing all the things. And then uh, somebody came and talked to you about, <laughs> hey, Dave, just like Brian did. Hey, Dave, pray harder. <laughs> what are you thinking? Well, I like to think I'm reasonably perceptive, but I could uh, I could see what's happening after uh, um, sort of the administration change. Yeah. And I, I had talked to Chuck two or three times, and I just knew that he really wanted to retire. He and Maureen were in at a point where they were in pretty good health. They wanted yeah, to travel. Yeah. A couple of times we met, we talked for 45 minutes or so about traveling. Yeah. But uh, I felt like maybe God had prepared me for a time like this with my skill set and my experience at Bayer, that I could come in and, and give uh, Chuck um, some comfort that it wasn't going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. It would be uh, taken care of. And so... Wes and, or Wes and I began to talk, and uh, he first asked if I would come in and do some just assessment and evaluation. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, after a couple of conversations, I said, well, what if I come in and just do it full-time? Not quite full-time. Because right. I said, I am re- coming out of retirement. I can work four days a week, but not. I'm not going back to right. five-day a week, six exactly. hours a day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think it was a God thing that uh, yeah. he Gave me the skill set and ability to do. Felt like that I could come in and uh, hit the ground running in you know 45 or 60 da- days, versus hiring somebody that didn't have that background that could take six or eight months to yeah. ramp up. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it just seemed like that uh, God had made a situation yeah. where I could fill that hole. Where you could step in. Yeah. And you really have stepped in and been able to quickly look at things and see things and it would have for a brand new person it would have taken a year mm-hmm. you know to really get going and so um i know i will speak for the church because maybe people don't know thank you you're doing yeah. such a good job you really are taking on some things that are super important to be looked at and be purposeful with and you do have that skill set and it's such a blessing that you were willing how I mean y'all how many people step out of retirement <laughs> to go back to uh you know work and things that you take home with you and you're thinking about and how are we going to do this and what this, what is this going to look like and um, really pouring yourself out well, had, for uh, this place and we thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was a, it's a labor of love. That's the way I look at it and I uh, enjoy nearly every moment. Not every moment, <laughs> but nearly every moment. Right. All of but us, I, yes. But also, you know, I had uh, 
in retirement. I had a honeydew list when I retired, and I just finished up number 1,835 just a month before. And so, <laughs> so I was you looking, were ready. I was looking for something to do. <laughs> My guess is I know Linda. She's like, no, we, there's still things. We, I could have come up with more stuff. That's awesome. Well, it's been super fun yeah. having you here and um, just getting to, to see you use those gifts and be so willing to give. So thank you so much. Well, I wanted to see the legacy that's been built here. I, yeah. I have to say that we, uh, after the maybe the second or third Sunday, we were in Emory's class. I think they called it the discovery class. And then he gave us a small booklet about the history of Sagemont. And I read through that on a Sunday afternoon and just was so apparent that God had had his hand on Sagemont. Mm -hmm. There were just numbers of stories. I mean, not just one, two, but many, many stories where you could see God's hand in, in, the, in this church. And I wanted to help, you know, keep the legacy going that had been built here over the yes. 50, coming up, 55 years, isn't it? This year? See we're more than that, right? I don't remember. Okay. Maybe. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. I should know. <laughs> I don't. My brain right. isn't remembering that right now. But yes, a long time. Yeah. A long time. So I love that you had that heart to for the legacy of this place because it yeah. is a really special. Special. special Very story. special. Yeah. yeah. Special, special story. Um, so you've been here six weeks. What would you say is one thing that you are looking forward to? You're excited about something um, here at the church that you're like, hey, people, y'all need to know this is a really neat thing that's going on. Well, there are a lot of things, literally. And I, uh, I've i just had the opportunity in the last couple of weeks to talk to folks that were perhaps concerned about our giving. But mm. in reality, uh, we've just got to step back and look that we just gave $2.2 million to a project, which oftentimes cannibalizes the budget. Mm -hmm. That's not uh, unheard of. We're without a pastor. Okay, what happens when you're out a pastor? Typically, giving goes down and right. tenants goes down. And the other part is we're in a 40-year of the worst probably economic climate mm. that we've been in. So our church is giving uh, at 90% rate right now, and we are not spending money we don't have. And so it's been interesting to share with people that are concerned that we are solvent, we're in good shape, we're moving ahead purposefully. Our staff is watching their expenditures mm -hmm. uh, closely, and so... We're just looking forward to a great, uh, a great future and to the, sh to the uh, uh, coming of a new pastor. And uh, part of my prayer is I'm kind of conflicted with uh, that because uh, uh, my daily prayer is that we will soon have a pastor. But a lot of things that I, I'd like to be able to accomplish in my tenure year are not four or five months out there, six or eight months, years uh, in changing, say, a culture. And we've talked about cultural mm -hmm. issues, and we uh, I do recall that Bay Area took a while to to make those kind of changes. And the changes are um, are needed, and they're for the good of the kingdom. And uh, yeah. I've uh, said to a lot of folks uh, that I plan to operate as if we're a business, not a business. But somebody said, "Well, we're not a for-profit business." I said, "But we are. We are. If we uh, manage well." Um, then that leaves more resources mm -hmm. for the kingdom work and the profit will be in additions to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So we can do it. We can operate it more efficiently. Yeah, I love that. 
I love that. And I think it is such a good reminder for folks to know we are in that. See, all those things you said, we don't have a lead pastor right now. We just completed a huge giving project for the building. Um, The economy is not great. I mean, all those Mm -hmm. things. And yet God is still doing such amazing things here. We are. People are giving. People are coming. Our Sunday numbers have been amazing the last few weeks. I've been blown away. And it's so cool to see that even in the midst of really hard stuff, God's like, but I'm doing the thing. You know, know, remember, I'm the one that's doing the thing. And so it's really, it is exciting to get to see him work. Yeah. And Um, we're, I was excited this morning. Our budget, we exceeded our budget giving this past Sunday by over $30,000. That's amazing. So that's really exciting. That's great. So, and also, you know, here at Sagemont, we are in a season of prayer. We have a prayer emphasis. Mm-hmm. We're really focusing on prayer. And so I would love for you just to share a little bit of about your prayer life and mm-hmm. um, some encouragement to those of us that are looking at our prayer lives and yeah. going, what can I do? How do I grow that? How does maybe I be purposeful to do it? Well, one of the things I pray about a lot is uh, I go to a scripture in James, the first chapter, the fifth verse. And it says, uh, if any of you lack wisdom, need to ask. Mm, amen. And I've, uh, you know, coming to a new situation, new personalities, um, I've asked for wisdom. And so much part of my prayer life is to pray for mm-hmm. wisdom and discernment and knowledge to be able to execute my job with grace and dignity and empathy for, uh, for people that I work with. Um, another prayer that I've, our scripture that I've prayed a lot is the, in Philippians 4, 6, 7. It says, don't be anxious about anything. Um, I can. I tend to be anxious. Mm. I want to get things done. I'm a, I'm a doer. Right. And so I've had to back off and just pray for patience and understanding that um, I can't change things overnight. Yeah. If they need to be changed, and some things do, some things don't. Yeah. But just my prayer life has been about... Gaining wisdom and discernment, and my prayer is to be patient and understanding during the process that we're going through. I love that. That's amazing. And y'all, such a good encouragement for us to, y'all, pray Scripture, right? Pray Scripture and ask. The You know, Scripture tells us, ask for wisdom. Ask for, like, ask for those things. Yeah. And then, this is where I have to be purposeful. It's like, then see how the Lord provides Lights. it. Yeah. How does he, how, where is he giving you wisdom? And look for it and see it and then listen to it when he gives it to you. So that's amazing. I love that. Um, Dave, thank you so much for coming and just sharing your heart. I know My pleasure. hopefully y'all have very much enjoyed getting to know Dave. If you see him in the hallways, go up and say hello. I know he would love to get to know you if he hasn't yet. Um, we are so blessed to here at Sagemont to have he and his sweet little wife, Linda, here. And even more blessed now to get to have his wealth of knowledge that he is so willingly pouring into our staff and into Sagemont Church. And so, um, y'all, when you see Dave, tell him thanks. Tell them thanks. And I, you know, I appreciate you a ton. And thanks for hanging out today. It's great to be a second time around. I'm to enjoying work with you. I know. We get to work together again. It's fun. Yeah. It is. It is good stuff. So uh, thank y'all for hanging out on Table Talk today. And we will see you next time. 